Welcome everybody to the Disney Co. In the Know podcast, where you stay up to date on everything Disney and Universal news related. I am your host, Bruce Beal, owner of 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, and tonight we have big news coming out of Walt Disney World regarding Splash Mountain. We have the release of 2021 vacation packages and more. And so before I introduce our guest for this evening's show, I want to say that the Disney Co. In the Know podcast is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, Disney and Universal experts who help plan your family's perfect vacation. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. As always, our services are free to you. Visit us on the web at www.407vacations.com. Um, so like I said, um, I'm going to introduce our guest. Uh, you have heard from her before. You have read her articles on the blog. It is the one and only Lydia <laughs> Freudenberg. Lydia, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's good to have you. Um, I know that our, our listeners uh, definitely value, value your insight on, on the blog. Oh, and so it, it's good to have you uh, in person, in the flesh, on the podcast. So um, thank you. We have a week. No, we had a quite a busy uh, news week this week. Um, not only yeah. the, the new Park Pass system that was released, um, which we won't get into a whole lot tonight because we talked about that on the live show. Um, which, you know, why don't we take that opportunity to talk about the live show real quick. So, um, you can catch us, um, live on Facebook every Monday night at seven 30, um, where I take your, your vacation questions, your comments, any questions you may have, um, about the parks, about your vacations. And we just get together as Disney friends, um, and talk about the things that we like. So make sure to join us on those fun vacation, um, topics and, and, and anything you want to talk about on, uh, Monday nights at 7.30. So, so like now that now, now we got that out of the way, right? Um, yeah. now, now, now that we plugged another show of ours, um, we, we talked about the, the Park Pass system on, on Monday night's show uh, on Facebook. Um, so we won't touch base on that. But even aside from the new uh, Park Pass system, reservations opening up in 2021, that's big news. And then the news I want to talk about that just broke hours earlier um before this show is the the announcement coming from the disney parks blog that splash mountain is going to be rethemed so why don't you i know you wrote an article about that on the blog um so why don't you go ahead and uh and, and talk about that sure so yeah disney announced today that they will be rebranding um splash mountain to princess and the frog which i was pretty surprised about just because yeah I mean, of course, people always express like their opinions about what they want and everything. But um, yeah, I was surprised that Disney turned around um, so quickly with an announcement. So it was really exciting. I'm really excited for you know the rebranding. I think it's going to be a great um, addition or I guess new addition, however you want to say that, to right. Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I notice is it's not going to, it's like take you through the story of Princess and the Frog. It's just inspired by the film. So it's right. actually after the final kiss, they kept saying. Right. So I guess like once, <laughs> once like Naveen and Tiana are married and it actually goes through like them celebrating Mardi Gras. So um, a little bit different than like what we predicted on um, Disney Co. and the No blog, but it still seems really cool and fun. And I think it's, Definitely, like, we're still going to get that Princess and the Frog jazz music, and we're still going to see some of our favorite characters 
And I think it will fit really well into the park. Yeah. So, so Lydia, let me ask you, um, you know, all the facts aside and the press release that came out today from Disney about this, what are, what are your personal feelings on this? Um, so I am, um, I, I agree with like the people who are petitioning it and saying that it needs to be rebranded. Um, it was originally based off the 1946 film song of the South, which is controversial, um, sure. It has a lot of racial stereotypes. It was, you know, written and uh, like a white journalist was depicting a black American man who came out of slavery. So there was just a lot of like inaccuracies and um, assumptions. And so the ride itself, Splash Mountain, isn't based off that film, but it right. takes a lot of inspiration from the film. Um, it actually just features the animated side of that film. So Right. The controversial character himself isn't even in it. So, so Lydia, yeah, there's and with them, go ahead. Oh no, sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, uh, so all that aside, I you you you're right. You hit it um, the nail on the head when you said that it's loosely based. Splash Mountain's loosely based mm -hmm. on uh, Song in the South, but in my opinion, it was, it's tied just enough um, that right that I'm okay with the with the reimagineering of Splash Mountain but mm -hmm. but to me what is a bigger deal is we finally have a presence of Princess and the Frog in the parks because Absolutely. I I have been wanting it I've been calling for it you know we need more than just a meet and greet uh, or you know a dining option on a cruise line uh, or a cruise ship mm -hmm. excuse me and so I think it is time for Princess and the Frog to have a real staple concrete presence in the park. And so not, yeah. not only and am I okay. It's a big one too. Yeah, exactly. Like she'll have a big, yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's just, it's such a great film. It, you know, it really shows like the diversity of American culture. And I think so many people are going to be able to relate to it. So, um, and you know, people are a little upset because they're like, it's all politics. It's all because of everything going on. And yeah, it, it's political. Sure. But it's also natural, which is what Disney keeps saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Disney changes stuff all the time. That's what Walt wanted. And so I think this is a good positive change. And I'm, yeah, like you said, I'm really excited to see Tiana, you know, in the parks. Yeah, absolutely. More. I mean, I think Princess and the Frog sometimes gets, uh, is underrated. And I think the music is um up there with the best of disney animation and mm -hmm. so i think this ride is not only going to be great aesthetically um but i think it's going to be a whole lot of fun and i could just uh, oh, imagine yeah. guests going through this attraction singing the songs uh, from our favorite scenes so um mm -hmm. let me let me just read from the press release directly on on just this news that just broke earlier today. So Disney says, Today we are thrilled to share a first glimpse of a project Imagineers have been working on since last year. Splash Mountain at both Disneyland Park in California and Magic Kingdom Park in Florida. We will pick up this story after the final kiss, as you said, uh, Lydia, and join Princess Tiana and Luis on a musical adventure featuring some of the of the powerful music from the film as they prepare for their first ever Mardi Gras performance. So then they, they, they reached out to uh, the voice of Princess Tiana, um, Anika Noni Rose, and, and this is what she had to say. She says, It is really exciting to know that Princess Tiana's presence in both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom will finally be realized, which, you know me, 100% on board with that, totally agree. <laughs> yeah. As passionate as I am about 
what we created, I know that fans are going to be over the moon. The Imagineers are giving us the Princess and the Frog Mardi Gras celebration we've been waiting for, and I'm here for it. And Lydia, I'm there for it too. So uh, <laughs> I, I am too. Look at the cup I brought. Uh, perfect. Perfect. That's too. Yeah, funny. I'm really excited. I mean, it's one yeah. of my favorite films, and it's so it's such a great film. So and and very Lydia, much. Lydia, I, I have pulled up here the the concept art that you have in the in the blog post on our article, and uh, that was released by Disney, and just seeing. Uh, the colors, the nighttime on the bayou, and then seeing the classic Splash Mountain, uh, you know, log flume mm-hmm. um, there in the water um, with all of like what looks like the um, lightning bugs um, yeah. from the movie. It just, I'm, I'm telling you, Lydia, I can't say sense. enough. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. And it just makes sense. I mean, you know, because you and I were talking earlier about like, well, Disney's been working on this for what a year they since last year, but fans petitioned this like just a few months ago. So it's like, did they predict this? What's going on? But I just think it's it's just so natural. Like it yeah. fits perfectly. Like having Princess and the Frog in there. Like they don't have to change too much because it still has those like su- southern um, vibes to it and everything. And I'm really excited to see the new, um, you know exterior decorations with yes. like the boat stuck in the house i think that will be really cool <laughs> right. i'm really excited i have i've already been reading up on people's thoughts online about this um and a lot of them are saying well how does this fit within Frontierland, especially you know at magic kingdom in, in florida because you know it kind of fits that the, the port orleans obviously um environment out in california so but in the magic kingdom people are you know expressing concern with well how does this attraction fit within Frontierland? i don't have that concern because the exterior is probably not going to change that much so aesthetically you know the outside is going to be kind of similar um and probably minus the briar patch um right so but like but like why can't the bayou be the frontier as well so right well and we actually talked about that in the article i wrote on um i mean if you want to get like geographic um but yeah i mean like the great american frontier was like a concept it's not like it doesn't specifically mean like the west yeah so um you know louisiana was involved in that frontier expansion so technically it still fits the (laughs) i i think it does and i know i'm a little biased when it comes to to that so um i do want to read one more uh Two more lines from the press release, Lydia. Uh, it said, Disney says, the new concept is inclusive, one that all of our guests can connect with and be inspired by, and it speaks to the diversity of the millions of people who visit each or visit our parks each year. Um, and just to that point, um, it is inclusive. Uh, we, we, we have another, you know, princess in the parks with a presence, um, you know, a black princess, and, and it's about time that, that you know we have representation of the characters in the parks because Disneyland, Disney World, Disney movies—it's about inclusive inclusivity. People coming together, having a good time as families. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, again, I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've said it probably ten times now. I just think this is a move <laughs> in the right direction. I do too, I, and I think it's gonna allow Disney to really look at even some other attractions that might not be, you know, politically you know, inaccurate, but it will allow them to look at things and be like, we can totally take this like wave and recreate some of our older rides to fit some of our newer audiences and yeah. like really incorporate 
more of our diverse characters into our parks. Totally. So I think it's a good first step. Totally. Absolutely. And, and listeners and viewers may be asking themselves, well, what's the timeline? Do we know when this is going to be go under refurb? Do we know when it's going to reopen? The short of it is no, we don't because Disney says that, um, as Imagineers begin working and conducting preliminary reviews and develop a timeline for when the transformation can start to take shape. So um, that's from Disney. We don't know. And I imagine it's going to be a while before we actually get kind of a timeline. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm sure they'll try to make it as speedy as possible. You know, it's their largest attraction, I would say, at least. And that's the thoughts I've always had. So at least like in the Magic Kingdom. Um, so I'm sure they'll try to get it in and out real quick. So sure. I wouldn't be too worried. Well, well, Lydia, let's let's stay in the Magic Kingdom and let's talk about um, some photos that came out just on the twenty first, uh, because as well the twenty second, because as you know, um, the the DVC Deluxe Villas reopened up. The the parks aren't open, but guests could go and, and stay and swim in the pools and go to uh, Disney Springs. And from the Disney Food blog, we have this photo of um, inside the Magic Kingdom, and it's a photo of the new paint job on the castle, which I don't know about you, I don't know if my, my eyes are deceiving me, but it does look um, very rose gold or pink. So, uh, one, are you seeing the yeah. same thing? And two, what are your thoughts on it? I'm seeing the same thing. It looks like they went in and definitely made the roof more royal blue. Yeah. And it looks like they painted um, the like stucco parts of the castle a light like blush pink. Right. And they might have like even heightened the gold on it. Or maybe that's just like more brilliant now because of the shades that they chose. But I like it. I, I was when I saw it, I was like, is that Disneyland Paris? When right. I saw it. Right. Because it's very similar, but um, I think it's nice, and I think it will be really cool, and I really like it, and yeah, I don't really have any complaints about it. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I, I look at it, I like it, I'll see it in person, I'll like it, um, and, and, you, right. and, we, and we know that the Disneyland Castle just had their, their uh, makeover as well, so uh, the castle is getting some love. I'm a little, I don't want to say nervous or skeptical, but... I, I think it might be one of those things where for me it's gonna look better in person when I can see it live than it right. than in the photo. Mm -hmm. But um but you know, I, I'm I'm up for um, you know, trying to give uh kind of these, you know, main yeah. um you know getting the castle, you know, spruced up a little bit. Lydia, you and I were both yeah. at uh Neuschweinstein Castle in Germany um just last year, which is, you know, um the basis for the the castles. So um I don't think they're gonna be repainting New Schweinstein Castle anytime soon. Mm -mm. No. no, and I don't think this it doesn't yeah, because I'm looking at like a side by side right now, like the before and after, and it was it was like all gray and light blue. And now yeah. it's like bright blue and pink. So it is very different. It's a lot more vibrant. It looks a little more like magical and less like I don't want to say realistic, but honestly, no, like no one would have used that color palette and like the, <laughs> right, yeah. when they built a castle, <laughs> like, right. so, um, it's slightly less realistic, but, um, yeah, I think it should be, I think it's definitely going to draw guest eyes yeah. um, more down main street. So absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Oh, what's that? 
Yeah. yeah same. So uh, I also, um, I think I posed this on the live show on Monday, but I'm curious if this, this pinkish color will help or enhance or even affects at all the uh, nighttime yeah. projections. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder that too. And I know Casey was saying like, he wonders if the pink's going to fade more quickly, but I'm sure like Disney has done their research to make sure that it doesn't, or like they always do, they'll go in and like paint it every night. So that's what I was just <laughs> going to say. You that. mean they don't paint that every night? So, all right. <laughs> While we're we're in the parks at Disney World, let's talk about the the news. Um, well, that actually um, not only came out but went into effect this week, and that is twenty pack twenty twenty one Disney Walt Disney World vacation packages are available. So, um, so Walt Disney World released a. Um, had had a press release, emailed travel agents, and said um, that even though the water parks are not going to be open and some of the hotels aren't going to be open, that guests can begin to purchase um, vacation packages. And uh, the vacation packages are available beginning January 1st of 2021 through September 27th, 2021. So just a week shy of the big October 50th anniversary. So I know we have a lot of clients um and fans of the show that have emailed about, well, I want to get in for the 50th anniversary. It's in October. It's going to go quick. Well, Disney is, I think, kind of pacing themselves because they've stopped 2021 reservations there in late September. So, so Lydia, here is the um, kind of the laundry list of resorts that will be open in 2021 as of right now. So Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary um, Boulder Ridge Villas at Wilderness Lodge, uh, Copper Creek Villas and Cabins at Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, a lot of lodges, um, Art of Animation, <laughs> Beach Club Villas, Boardwalk Inn, Boardwalk Villas, Caribbean Beach Resort, Contemporary Resort, um, Coronado Springs, Fort Wilderness Campground, The Grand Floridian, Old Key West, Polynesian, Pop Century, the Riviera Resort, Saratoga Springs, Yacht and Beach Club Resorts, and the villas at the Grand Floridian. So if you are listening to this uh, and you're like, well, isn't that just about cover all of them? There are some key, right, <laughs> yeah, there are some key resorts missing, like um, all of the all-star resorts. So I don't see all-star sports, movies, or music on that list. So um, it looks like prime and and you know what we don't see is uh, Port Orleans French Quarter or Port Orleans Riverside. So there are some some key very popular resorts not on the list for 2021. Yeah. So hmm. and they got all the expensive ones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All of the deluxe open. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So just as a reminder, anyone that wants to book a 2021 vacation package, you know, visit us at 407 and Beyond Vacation Company at www.407vacations.com and we'll get you hooked up with a travel agent and, and can get that, that reservation for you. Uh, but, but one key thing that Disney has said about the 2021 packages is that it does not guarantee theme park availability. Um, and guests will need a theme park reservation to enter the parks. So even though um, you may get a, um, a reservation, you're not guaranteed theme park entry. So they, they do suggest that before you um, book your vacation or if you're working with a travel agent, specifically one of ours, that you visit uh, DisneyTravelTradeInfo.com backslash 
WDW calendar, which I think might be for, for travel agents, but you can get the, the calendar on the Disney website online and you can see what's going to be available for the dates that you want to travel. That way you don't buy a reservation or a, an entire vacation package um, and then get down here and you don't have, um, you, you don't have a park <laughs> pass <laughs> reservation. So, um, right. So yeah, and um, continuing the theme of 2020, there will be no Disney dining packages available um, in 2021. So, um, so big news with but yeah, that, guys. Totally use your travel agent slash four four hundred seven and beyond. It's free, and Bruce can be the one that you know sits on the phone for four hours right, while this yeah. stuff goes down instead <laughs> of you guys. So it totally makes sense to use a travel agent service when you do this because it's you know makes your Disney trip so much more magical. Right. So there's my plug. I I appreciate <laughs> it, and, and now more than ever it seems with um all the changes coming to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Um one one also interesting thing is that this is only for. They're only opening up vacation packages, which is room reservations and theme park tickets. So that's what's going to be available in 2021. And Lydia, um, I think we briefly touched on this on the live show, but there will be no more free or complimentary magic bands. So they are moving the technology. It breaks my heart. I know. They, they are moving that technology mm -hmm. to the My Disney Experience app. So um, you can still buy and purchase Magic Bands. You can still use Magic Bands, which I will probably do. But everything will be on the mobile device. So they're moving in that direction. I mean, it makes sense. It's cost-effective. It's eco-friendly. So they're not yeah. producing, like, millions of Magic Bands. But I always loved that. I thought it was easy. Like, now, like, you'll have to take out your phone. But I think everyone has their phone. So I think right. it will be fine. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. what happens when uh, your phone dies and you don't have a magic band? So, um, <laughs> right. so, like, so I, I think I'm sticking with the magic band. Store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so. they're not that expensive. They're only like, what, like $12? Yeah, if you get a basic color yeah. one. And then if you go up yeah. to like that $20 price range, you can get more fun ones with characters and, and scenes and, and mm -hmm. whatnot. So, yeah. Um, so more cancellations, not just free uh, or complimentary magic bands for guests, but Lydia, um, as, as you saw the Halloween party, uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party for, uh, 2020 has been canceled. So there will be no Halloween parties this year, which is not that big of a surprise. Um, I don't know how you feel, no. but I mean, that kind of seems expected. Right. I mean, it's like. I've never been, but our niece has gone, and it's all character me angry. And it just seems like a bunch of children running around. And if they're right. going to require, you know, kids under two to wear masks in the parks, there's just no way that they could keep that, right. um, you know, regulated with physical distancing, making sure everyone has their mask on, making sure the cast members are safe. So I get it. It's really sad. Yep. And I think a lot of people are going to miss it, but... It makes sense. It, it so. makes sense. It, and not only the, the um, what you had mentioned about masks and, and physical distancing, but the entire premise of the Halloween party is the passing out of candy and going trick-or-treating um, <laughs> and, and getting in front of the castle for the nighttime show with the mm -hmm. Sanderson sisters and, and the, the fireworks and the parades. So it's, it's kind of this you know, accumulation of everything that they're canceling for 2020. So it just, I don't, right. honestly, I don't see how the, the Mickey's very Merry Christmas party is going to happen either. Um, I think they're probably taking that wait and see approach, which, you know, everybody's right. doing right now, but I don't see how that's going to happen either. 
No. I mean, even if, like, we got a vaccine tomorrow, like, this thing's, you know, it's going to take a while. So, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's really sad, but it's not going to be forever. It's all temporary. Right. We'll get back to that... one day. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Yeah. So, um, what, what, we won't talk too much about it, but one thing that I thought was interesting, too, is that on um, July 15th, um, Epcot is going to go forward with, um, the food and wine festival. So, um, I thought this was pretty interesting because the food and wine festival is a lot of transactions, you know, um, giving food, uh, to, to guests, um, and then it's kind of mm-hmm. standing around and eating it. And, uh, Lydia, what's the one thing that you can't do while you eat? Wear a mask. So, um, uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> you're like i do everything while i eat no um yeah <laughs> so like we have guests who who are not going to be able to wear a mask because they're eating makes sense um and we have a lot of transactions so i was a little bit surprised that they're going forward with this but they must have some sort of plan in place to keep people mm-hmm. distance and with the capacity levels being lowered maybe they feel that they can they can achieve that right and they might have like sections because I don't know. I've never been. You've been, um, but like they might be like you have to go over here and eat, and then you can leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they might not let you like walk around with your food. So, um, which would be not bad. I don't think so. Right. Nice weather. Pretty views. Right. No yeah. Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so Lydia, let's, um, let's go over to a couple of articles that you recently wrote for the, uh, for the blog. Um, and I'll just, uh, give the link now that's over at our vacation website backslash in the know. So 407 vacations backslash in the know is where you can stay up to date on all Disney and universal news, um, including theme parks and, and, and whatever it is that you're looking for to help plan your family's perfect vacation. So um, just uh, recently, Lydia has posted a couple of articles, one being about the Disneyland um, delayed reopening. So why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Yes. So Disneyland was set to open July 17th. Let me double check that. Yeah, July 17th. um, It was, you know, that was on the docket. That was what they were um, expecting. And then they just announced that um that that's going to be pushed back because of California um they haven't released information yet for theme park guidelines and they probably won't release that until after July 4th and so Disney was like well geez we can't turn around in like two weeks and have like everything ready and prepared by then so they just want to make sure that their cast members especially in this scenario are safe and that everything you know is good to go before they reopen but um, downtown Disney will still reopen on July 9th. So that's some good news. But, yeah. um, of course with the July 17th date being pushed back, that also means that the resorts, so Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa and Disneyland's Paradise Pier, um, hotel will also be pushed back. Right. That information will be released at a later date. We don't have, um, right. Oops, hit my table. My bad. <laughs> um, new dates yet. <laughs> so, right. And, uh, yeah. and Lydia, a, a couple of things, um, from your article and and you talking about it um, as a news piece is that the Disneyland hotel um, was not mentioned and that's because it's not reopening with the other resorts, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think I just put the reopening of resorts, Disneyland's Grand Californian hotel and spa and Disneyland's paradise pier hotel will not reopen on July 17th. Right. And Disneyland hotel just is not taking reservations at this time. So 
Um, okay. And, um, you know, one, one, one key thing that you said is uh, the downtown Disney district is reopening on July 9th. So um, I guess yeah. that's good for locals. But um, I Disney, I, I don't know if people, well, there are no uh, hotel reservations. So I think downtown Disney will just be open to locals, I guess, because you're not going to go yeah. s- to stay at a. Um, no, and it's like, right. I mean, it's like, and it's like in between the two parks. So I wonder how like that's going to feel because like it's very much with the parks in Disneyland. So I don't know. I'm sure it will be fine, but um, you know, it's good. It's not as big as like the one in Disney world, um, but it should still be fun. So I'm sure that all the restaurants and shops will reopen with it too. Yeah. uh, I think you're right. And I absolutely love Disneyland. Um, It is quaint. It is fun. And I can't wait to take another team trip out there. So uh, when, yeah. when everything settles down, we will, we'll be out there covering it. So, um, mm-hmm. so let's bring it back to Florida with our last news article about the shops and entertainment options that are going to open up with the parks in July. So if you check back our, our live show, um, for Monday night, I know we've already talked about the live show, but I read off a list of attractions that are going to be open when the parks reopen. Um, and so let's talk about what you wrote about all of the shops and entertainment options. Yeah. So this is pretty exciting. Um, Disney was like, here's a full list of shops opening at Walt Disney World. So that was really nice. You know, people love like having mass information and being like, yes, now I can plan my entire trip. (laughs) Um, So we have like all that information on there. um, And I was looking at it and I mean, I can read. I'm not like as familiar with the shop names as probably you are, but it seems like about half and half is like opening so because i saw another article where it was saying disney shops that aren't opening Mm -hmm. and it was like about the same amount of shops that are opening yeah um so like in the magic kingdom you'll have like the big ones of course like the emporium are opening the main street confectionery are opening um you'll have star traders which is fun tomorrowland um light and power co so there are oh and the um christmas shop so that's good but um you can't beat a good christmas shop Right. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Oh, and my favorite, Memento Mori will be opening. So the one back by the Haunted Mansion. But um, it looks like all of Main Street's opening. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, For like the most part. So, but yeah, um, with Animal Kingdom, it seems like, again, half, a lot of the carts are opening is like what I'm seeing. Um, You know, you have the African Hub cart, the Kilimanjaro Safari cart. Um, the Dino Institute shop, which is Bruce's favorite section of Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Definitely not our Dino. <laughs> Epcot again, a lot of the carts, but I am happy that um, the shop in Japan is opening. Um, so that's really exciting. And um, but yeah, it doesn't look like like there's like the Mouse Gears temporary location. So I don't exactly know what that means, but that's like a huge shop. Um, like my mom will spend hours in that <laughs> shop. So I wonder like what the temporary location means, but it's still exciting that they are opening a lot of, um, the shops and such. And then Hollywood studios, um, we have, you know, celebrity five and 10, um, once upon a time rock around the shop, but the Hollywood Boulevard shop I saw isn't opening. I didn't. The Tatooine Traders, is that in Galaxy's Edge? That is over by um, 
Star Tours. So that's the, I think okay. that that's the shop so, you exit in, uh, from Star Tours. Okay. But the Droid Depot experience is open. So yes. that's exciting. I know yes. a lot of people were excited about that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's again like half and half. So it's definitely going to, you're going to have to like go to the parks and kind of feel it out and feel it. But I don't think it's going to be like, oh no, my favorite shop's closed. Cause it looks like they're opening like the most popular ones, right? which makes sense. Right. So that's good. I'm yeah. really excited. So, uh, so what do we have in terms to look forward to, um, uh, in entertainment at the parks? Yeah. So, um, again, all of the parades, we've talked about this, all the fireworks shows, parades, playgrounds, and character meeting groups will not be available temporarily. But Disney's using, I think this is so funny, they're using um, cavalades, is yes. what they're calling them, which is literally just synonymous with parades. Yeah. <laughs> but they're saying, like, character cavalades um, throughout the day. So they'll basically just have, like, in the Magic Kingdom, they'll just have characters walking along the parade route, like, waving at people. Um, they will have the Main Street Philharmonic still, which is exciting at, at Magic Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, again, they'll have these, like, character cavalades and like they'll have cruises throughout the day um so that's exciting like on on the river epcot same thing the american gardens theater will be open and they'll have um some performances there um they'll have a frozen um promenade uh, promenade sorry i said that wrong you're good and um so but they don't have you know of course they don't have the light spectacle or anything like that um I won't be able to meet Snow White at Germany. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, again, these like motorcade like shows that they do in Hollywood studios, those will be back. So I like don't know how this is going to go down. Honestly, like, I don't know how they'll like in Hollywood studios, those motorcade shows that come, not a lot of people congregate when those happen. It's maybe 20 people and they'll come and go. But like, I'm worried about like the ones in magic kingdom with like having, these like groups of princesses like going down the parade route like how's that gonna work um of course they said that when they do have events like this that do um like get a lot of people to congregate in one area they will have like sections taped off and stuff and they'll have signage of like where to do and they'll have physical barriers and so it's interesting i am it is I'm glad that they're still doing like entertainment stuff, but I, I honestly don't know how they're going to like keep people from not congregating. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It, it is going to be interesting. But, and I know it over at universal, um, the way that they're handling the character interaction with guests is by, um, take not instead of like having an employee take photos or, or mom and dad take photos on their cell phone. Uh, they're only doing what they're calling, um, ussies or, or selfies, but the character is standing like six feet back, um, like on a platform yeah. and it's like, here's the fence, here's the character. Um, and you can kind of take this angled shot with the character. Um, I don't know if Disney's going to implement that, but these cavalcades and these like, modified parades i think are going to be interesting and so i'm yeah. anxious to see the footage coming from the park starting you know in two weeks oh yeah mm -hmm. it's definitely so. going to be interesting but you know with limited capacity i think they'll be able to kind of control it a little bit better i right. wonder like because i was like oh at hollywood studios they could easily just like bring out the stormtroopers because they'll literally have a <laughs> giant face mask on so they're not like in any danger and just be like back up like yeah. back away but i'm like how are they going to do that in the mad kingdom i know like will they just send out 
like Snow White and be like, please back away from like uh, they can't do that. Like that no. doesn't make sense. So I imagine we'll see what happens. The, there'll be the uses of like the Disney cast members who kind of like help control the parade and hold the um the ropes mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I I'm pretty interested in seeing how this all goes. So yeah. So Lydia, is there be interesting? Is there any other news this week or any other topics you want to touch on before we uh, close up for tonight's show? No, I mean a lot happened this week. I know. I'm like it seems like that. It, thinking about all the stuff that happened. <laughs> I know, I know, and it seems it, it has felt like that with with the parks closing and then announcements coming out, vacations being modified to 2021. Mm-hmm. He, that you know whatever the yeah. shop attraction or resorts opening it just it has felt like news non-stop like the last couple months yeah yeah 100 so. percent. it's just been wild but you know a lot of exciting stuff too so yep. i'm really excited a lot for, to look forward to you know, a lot to look forward to i'm really excited yeah well well lydia thanks for uh joining us on this show and i encourage all of our listeners of and viewers to to visit the blog page um on our vacation site black backslash in the know um to catch all of lydia's articles and latest releases so lid thanks again for being on the show and yeah. we'll uh we'll talk to you soon thanks okay having me. So yeah, talk to you soon. soon. So to our uh, viewers and listeners, thanks for watching or or listening to the Disney Co. In the Know podcast where you stay up to date on all Disney and Universal vacation news. You can catch us on Facebook, iTunes, or YouTube. Um, And to stay in the know, visit our blog at www.407vacations.com backslash in the know. So if you uh, are listening to our show and you're like, hey, I want to participate in the discussion. I have a couple of questions myself. Visit us on Monday nights on Facebook Live where uh, we get on, our contributors get on, um, and we just talk as a Disney community, answering each other's questions and just having a good time. So uh, if you're looking to participate in the show, make sure to check us out Monday nights at 7.30 on Facebook Live. So, uh, so guys, as always, thanks a lot for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time.